Good morning. How fantastic to see a full church. Uh, welcome to the Bethel. I particularly want to say welcome to Josh from Sale. And sat next to Josh today is my good friend John Tijenders, all the way from South Africa. Welcome, John T. Not that he's come to see me, but... <laughs> um, welcome, and I think uh, your sister and cousin are arriving shortly as well, hopefully. So, okay. <laughs> anyway, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to what I hope will be an uplifting morning of praise and worship and being together. There are a few things from last week's service um, with Steve and with Malcolm that, that have stuck with me this week. And that is unusual for me, and that's no reflection on, on uh, services that people lead at all. My brain just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't retain much of what we do. Um, it doesn't mean I don't find it valuable when I'm there. It doesn't mean um, that I don't love being a part of it. But I often couldn't tell you what the previous week's excitation was about. And that's, that's to my shame. Um, but it was different this week. And maybe that's because I knew what I was doing this week. I don't know. Um, but... I like to think it was maybe because God was sending me a message. Um, there were, as I say, a couple of things that really stuck with me about what was said about God's love. Um, and so I'd, I kind of like to continue that theme a little bit this week. Um, so Tony's choice of final voluntary last week uh, seemed like a really appropriate place to start. Um, last week we thought, um, thought about learning to receive God's love and learning to love others. Uh, and his love is a bright light, isn't it? Shining in the darkness that, that often surrounds us in this world. It lightens our darkness, um, and we need to let it, need to reflect it um, to lighten other people's darkness as well. So, will you stand? And we're going to open uh, singing, "Lord, the light of your love is shining." Lord Jesus, we thank you that you've said wherever we meet together, you'll be with us, and we welcome you this morning into our presence. Um, as our Lord and our King and as our brother. Father, thank you for this opportunity to to meet like this in your house um, as your children to give you our praise and our worship. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your light. Uh, And I pray, Lord, that each of us here this morning will, by the time we close our service, uh, feel closer to you and feel your love and your spirit in our hearts and Lord I pray that you will help us to reflect that light and to, uh, to shine to the people around us shine that light of your love into their lives and Lord thank you for, for your grace and for your mercy thank you that you love us so much that you sent your son into the world to show us, to demonstrate to us how much you love us. Because it helps us just get a little glimpse of that love that you have for us. And we thank you, um, Lord Jesus, for what you did for us. And we will uh, eat bread and drink wine later on to remember that, Lord. Uh, and what a privilege it is to do that in your presence. Father, please bless each one of us and please accept our worship this morning as as you would a sweet smelling incense as it rises to you in Jesus name, Amen so last week we um, read together from 1 John chapter 4 and we're going to read that again because 
I want the theme to continue, and it's such an amazing little passage. So, so Becky's going to come and read um, from 1 John 4, verses 7 to 21. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. We know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment because in this world we are like him. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, who he has not seen. And he gives and he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Let's sing again. Verse 3 of, of the hymn says, Thy throne, although it's so high, we know to be a throne of grace. In confidence, we now draw nigh and worship at the meeting place. And the last verse meet with us, reveal thy power, send down thy blessing from above, that in this peaceful solemn hour we each may feel thy wondrous love. Um, Last week Malcolm began with a phrase that he said to summarise the Bible, which I absolutely loved. He said, God loves you, let him I thought that's fantastic. And that's one of the things that's really stuck with me um, this week. And also from, from the passage that Becky's just read for us again, um, Steve particularly highlighted verse 12 about God's love being made complete in us if we love one another. And we, as I say, we've just read in verses 16 and 17, um, it says that if we live in love, we live in God, and God lives in us. So that love is made complete among us. God's love is made complete among us when we, when we love. So thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Steve.
um, you have stuck with me this week. And that means that we can have confidence on the day of judgment like we've just, just sung and confidence in his presence. Verse 21 uh, says this, and he's given us this command, whoever loves God must also love his brother. And that, that love can take many forms, can't it? Um, it? Including being there for each other um, when we need each other, practical help, um, bearing with each other when perhaps we've been a bit irritating, um, supporting spiritual matters, praying for each other and, and praying with each other and, and lots of other things. Lord Jesus, we know that there is healing and power and uh, rest in your name. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. Lord, we pray now that you will soften our hearts to do, to be your hands and your feet and to show love to people around us. Thank you, Lord. Almost 20 years ago, um, Beck and I got involved in, in Meal Day and have, have been ever since. Um, and I think I'm speaking for Becky uh, when I say this as well, but the, the reason that we got involved um, is because it was a practical demonstration of, of loving our brother. It's a way uh, of expressing our love for God in a very practical way. Um, and I, I want to say now that we fully appreciate... Uh, the support that you guys keep providing for Meal a Day um, to help provide clean water and food and education and healthcare and other life-changing interventions uh, in the lives of people throughout Africa and, and other places in the world as well. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, Becky wrote a, little, a note for the announcements following our, our AGM um, to thank you. And I want to, I want to show you a bit of a video this morning as well by way of... of um, well, just feeding back to you to say thanks for the good work that you do. So um, this is, as I say, to say thank you, to show you what's going on at a project in Kenya, um, and, and also because I, I passionately believe it fits really well with our theme this morning. Um, God's love being made complete in us when we love our brothers. Um, so a little bit of background. The, the first project, the first meal of the day project that Becky and I ever ever visited, um, which was, as I say, about 20 years, o- years ago, was uh, the Timboni Tiva Children's Home in Kenya. And many of you will have heard me speak about this before. Um, we've visited a number of times over the years. It has a very special place in our hearts. I warned Becky yesterday. It's my husband. Um, and that is because it is a very special place. So they take, take children who are um, orphaned often by the HIV AIDS epidemic that, uh, that swept Africa. They give them a home, they give them an education, and they give them a childhood. Um, and at the moment, and generally actually, there are about 120 children there. Um, so I'm going to show you a little video that was taken uh, two years ago. Um, and two years ago, uh, you know Francesca, who comes here? Francesca Dale? Um, her dad, Jez, and Andy Smith, who spoke here not so long ago, led, led a trip of some youngsters uh, to Timboni um, to kind of enthuse them about the work as well. Um, so you're going to see something, this is the video that they took, you're going to see something of the area around Timboni and the challenges that, that they cope with there. 
You see some children, you see them collecting water um, for washing, you see them having fun with the visitors, watch out for duck, duck, goose, um, about halfway through. Um, and you get to see some of the site, the, the cows that they have now, the farm that they have, which helps them um, become a little bit more self-sustaining. Uh, you'll see the primary school, you'll see a lunch queue, not too dissimilar to our lunch queue here. Um, and you'll see a bit about a preschool that's run at a church a few miles away, um, and the feeding scheme of that preschool is funded by, by Meal Day, and therefore by you guys. Um, and that feeding scheme gives, gives those children probably their only square meal of the day. So thank you. This is what, this is what it's about, saying thank you. Um, and then at the end you'll see uh, a little testimony by a former resident of the home. Enjoy. I was just an orphan loitering around but it took me from that dust now and it raised me from being nothing to be now. I'm now a qualified teacher. I'm now a country teacher. So I can say thank you for what you have done to my life and may God bless you so much. Sorry about the deodoriness of it at the end there. The teacher, I, it was quite hard to work out maybe what he was saying. So here's a transcription. Timboni's lifted me from nothing. I was just an orphan, but it took me from that dust and raised me from being nothing to me now. I'm a qualified teacher, so I can thank you for what you've done to my life. And may God bless you so much. Um, let's sing together the song that we learned earlier on. Because for me, this is what it's all about. So that little testimony at the end there, what the teacher said uh, about being taken from nothing in the dust and having his life turned around. I mean, that's amazing in its own right, isn't it? And I'll say it again, thank you. Um, But that's what God does for us as well, isn't it? If we let him. Without him, we are, well... We're not nothing. We're never nothing in his eyes. But we're helpless and hopeless and lost. And his grace transforms us uh, into his children, into people with a purpose, if we let him. There's another thing that's been in my in my head the last last few weeks. Um, and I think it does link in, so just bear with me. Uh, it's prompted by listening to some music, um, to listen to a song by my, my new favourite Christian band. So I'd like to pray, play you a bit of that. Who likes a bit of bluegrass? Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Peter walking on water out to, out to Jesus. So I'm just going to read you 
that little passage first of all. It's in Matthew 14, from verse 25. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it's I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, Peter was a big bloke, I think. He was a fisherman, wasn't he? I, I think he was a big lad. And when he walked out on the water towards Jesus and, and lost his bottle, we just read it says Jesus um, reached out his hand and caught him. Now, this had never really occurred to me until this week, but I don't think he just held out his hand in a kind of genteel way and and they walked together hand in hand back to the boat. Do you? Maybe he did. I don't know. He could have done, but that's not how I see it. Peter was sinking. He was fully clothed. He was panicking. Trev, where are you? There he is. I think it was like that. It was life-saving. Surely it involved an embrace and some effort. Thanks, Trev. Was your hip around? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's how I see it. And I see it as well as a metaphor for um, God trying to rescue us. He had to send his son to rescue us. And it wasn't a case of just holding out his hand. Jesus went to the cross. He struggled for us then. He struggles for us now. He wrestles for us. And he does that because he loves us. And we need to let him. The other thing that kind of occurred to me in this context um, was when, I think it was particularly Evie, but it might have been both the kids, when they were little and we needed to maybe take them upstairs for bedtime or whatever and they didn't want to do it. You, you will have done this as well, I'm sure. Pick them up under their arms and they just go... <laughs> and escape. Okay, it's not just us then, not just you. Let's not do that. Jesus is wrestling for us. Let's not try and escape that embrace. God loves you. Let him. We're going to break bread shortly and we're going to sing first uh, a couple of songs. All for my Saviour, who reigns in glory. Uh, Hold on to the cross is the chorus of this one. And then we're going to sing uh, Here is love fast as the ocean. Lord Jesus, we have this bread before us. Lord Jesus, this bread is your voice. That we're here when, when faith is burning, when everything is certain, all our questions are answered, and we jump out of the boat to hear the call of your voice in this bread. Lord Jesus, in this bread, 
is also your embrace when faith vanishes and the certainty is replaced by doubt when the waves look like they're getting higher and our clothes heavier Lord in this bread is your embrace Lord Jesus may we hear your voice may we feel your embrace as we share it together Amen Our Lord and our King asked us to share this bread together uh, to remember him so if you're a follower of Jesus I invite you to join with us now Lord one of the things that we do when we meet together in this way because Jesus asked us to is to examine ourselves and so we we know and recognize what we are and in a way that that might lead us to to come here in fear but we do not because we know you have said we have read it today that where there is love there is no fear and here is love vast as the ocean your love his love and he gave his life for us he loved us so much and we thank you for that as we we remember that now in sharing together this wine it is a privilege to do so and to think about our Lord and so we thank you and we ask your blessing in Jesus name Amen I'm going to close our service shortly uh, in some worship first of all this is the place I realise this is holy ground Jesus is here with us we've invited him here he's here with us and our, our Father is here with us Lord God it's wonderful to be here and it's wonderful to have this safe space to come and adore you and adore your son father we thank you for the gifts that you have showered upon us this morning in the music and the encouragement we've had uh, from our friends uh, in the orphanage school we are encouraged by the thoughts that neil has provided for us we are challenged by the prophetic word that malcolm gave us last week and has been relayed again this week um, because it takes time to understand it that you love us and that we need to learn to let you love us But Father, there is a time where we have to get up off our knees and go out into the world, go back to our lives. And so we pray, Lord, that you will go with us every step of the way and hold our hand when we need it, which is most of the time, and that we will not forget you in the decisions that we make. 
And in every decision we make, we try and remain conscious of what you are calling us to do and of your goodness and of your justice. In Jesus' name, we ask this, we pray this prayer and we ask for this blessing. Amen.